So it's a Ruby on Rails podcast here in a bar at the after party from Go Ruko, talking to Paul Dix, who had a, converse, a uh, presentation today about natural language processing, classification, all, all kinds of things. So you were talking just a, a minute ago about tagging and trying to use that a little bit more intelligently, some human input and using that for tagging for uh, classification. Tell us about that. Yeah, basically the thing I'm looking at doing is um, generally when you're doing uh, classification and supervised machine learning, it's always run off of uh, data sets that are you know tagged and marked by professionals. And one of the things I want to see if I can do is um, use uh, social tagging and tagging by actual users to train a classifier. So one of the projects I'm going to be working on over the next week is... Um, using the Technorati API to pull back tags, tagged blog posts on, in this case, I'm looking for Ruby blog posts uh, tagged with the Ruby keyword. And uh, there are two advantages here to that that I see. Is one is I'm taking advantage of already tagged user data uh, of these posts to train my classifier. And the other thing is with these blog posts, I can actually pull back the RSS feeds which makes it much, much easier to process the document for classification and for, you know, feeding into my my classifier to train it. So I'm not sure how that's going to work. Basically, it's a, it's a real experiment. I'm going to see if it's actually feasible to automatically categorize blog posts based on whether they're Ruby posts or not. Um, and all of this kind of raised out of a, a need that I saw for myself, which is I'm lazy and there are you know, hundreds if not thousands of uh, interesting blogs that have posts about Ruby, and I want to be able to stay abreast of that and keep up with it, and I would like an automated aggregator that would just pull all the uh, information about Ruby from the blogosphere to me. So that's that's the theory. So potentially you could have, like, hundreds of thousands of articles, and a human has already tagged these, and you can kind of use that to verify it against it. Would this just how are you just going to use it for yourself or do you think this has commercial value? Um, initially it was an idea just for myself, but you know, I am going to be designing it so that it's generic enough. Uh, initially I'm going to try and release it and just see what the Ruby community thinks of it and see if, you know, if they find it useful, then great. Then I'll expand on it and do more with it. The idea is they'll be generic enough so that I could apply it to any topic of interest that's tagged. So you know, say it's politics or say it's uh, financial information or say it's um, venture capitalism, venture capitalists and, you know, stuff like that. So really any of those topics. Now, you're talking about a couple of the existing Ruby, uh, Ruby gems that do classification or some kind of natural language processing. And, and at least one in particular was very slow. Do you think Ruby is a good language for doing language processing or... Would it be better more just on the front end? Um, it really depends on what you're doing. Uh, in the case of the Naive Bayes classifier, Naive Bayes is so fast that the implementation I wrote is is pure Ruby. And it, it works very, very quickly, and it's very efficient and, and works just fine. The classifier gem, which is one of the things I was talking about, also has a Naive Bayes classifier built in. Now, I won't be using that because... I needed a little bit more granular control over how the documents are processed, how the text is processed, and different other things that occur. Um, the gem I think you were referring to that I mentioned in my talk was the uh, 
squish gem, um, which was a compression-based classifier. And in the case of that one, yes, it's too slow. And they're, depending on what classification algorithm you're using, I'd say some are appropriate for Ruby and some aren't. Um, in the case of, say, latent semantic indexing or uh, support vector machines, in that case, you're doing a lot of vector math. You're doing singular value decomposition and possibly some other complex things that Ruby probably isn't suited for. So what you do for that is you just drop out into a low-level C library. That is, a, There are very, very mature C libraries for doing array, you know, vector-based math, um, and it's just foolish to rewrite those. Why not just use what's already been written, it's been tested, and used for you know, well over a decade? Would you use like Ruby inline or Swig or something completely different if you're going to use benefit of one of those libraries? Um, I would probably end up writing a wrapper class for that. I haven't actually had to do any serious vector-based math um, in Ruby yet. Um, but in the case of, say, support vector machines, you're looking at uh, Ruby SVM, which is just a, you know a wrapper around libSVM, which is a C++ library for doing support vector machines. In which case, you know, you can use Ruby to pre-process your documents to get them into a common representation, and then you can treat the classifier, the machine learning algorithm, really as a black box. You just throw the data at it, and it gives you back a result. And in that case, that's a great um, opportunity to, you know, put it out into some C code where it's, it'll run a lot faster. Well, thanks for the chat. Are you doing, uh, are you still university, or are you doing consulting, or are you... Uh, should people contact you if they're doing natural natural language processing work done? Um, I'm actually still in school. I'm a student at Columbia. So, uh, but if anybody's doing natural language processing or they're doing stuff with Ruby, uh, definitely contact me because I'm always interested in seeing what tools people are using in Ruby, and I'm planning on releasing a few of my own tools for doing these things uh, over the coming months. So.